You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Today's guest is the incredible Jenna O'Brien, founder and creator of 27. 27 is a paper goods and lifestyle brand in sunny Lakeland, Florida, and online that exists to remind you of sunshine. Everything is hand-drawn and reflects retro stylings, bright colors, and messages of hope towards mental health. Jenna started 27 out of her struggle with anxiety, depression, and trying to figure out how to pay for groceries in college. She began her freshman year of college with a diagnosis of PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, and she struggled through the years of figuring out how to be healthy with a mental disorder. 27 was born in the midst of trying to feel better as she took up digital drawing to distract a busy mind. She began selling her work at local markets and in three short years has opened up a brick and mortar in downtown Lakeland, shipped artwork to customers worldwide, and created a globally recognizable lifestyle brand with over 94,000 following online. Man, what a story, right? Well, yes, and it gets even better. On today's show, Jenna talks to us about mental and emotional health, how she navigated her mental disorder, and through that, created a wildly successful business. Her story is inspiring, hopeful, and relatable. Now, whether you're a young creator dreaming of starting a business, or you also struggle with mental health, Jenna's story will inspire the heck out of you and make you feel all sorts of yellow. Now you'll get the reference if you keep listening. (laughs) Okay, before we get into the show, if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for joining the party again. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date on all of our episodes. We drop them twice a week, so don't miss anything. And if you are a first-time listener, welcome to the pate. We are so excited to have you. Feel free to subscribe and leave a review if you are digging what you're hearing. Okay, now, what are you waiting for? Let's get Jenna on the show. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, Jenna, welcome to the show. We are so stoked to have you. Uh, how are you doing today? I am good. I am still in my pajamas. It's one <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, but I'm good. <laughs> this is relatable. Yeah. So yes. are we. Well, it's like 7 a.m. in Hawaii, so it's, I'm feeling that. I have my coffee. I have my pajamas as well, so I'm right there with you. Um, no awesome. shame. It, quarantine life is is how it goes. You know, you're just pajamas all day, every day. That's right. I have my daytime pajamas and my nighttime pajamas now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, Jenna, we are so stoked to have you on the show. We're just so humbled and we just love you. We love your work. We think you're so talented. So for everybody that doesn't know you, let us know. Tell the viewers, not the viewers, the listeners, this is a podcast. Um, Tell the (laughs) listeners your story and a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Jenna and I am an illustrator and I live in Lakeland, Florida and I own a shop called 27. And it's a paper goods and lifestyle brand. So 
We have a little brick and mortar in downtown, like our historic downtown in Lakeland. Um, and then we do a lot of online sales and shipping um, all over the country and the world, actually. <laughs> I always forget that. So yeah, we, we make everything from art prints to nail polish to like adult Play-Doh. We call happy cloud dough. Um, and everything is very whimsical, colorful, retro inspired, and they all have a message of I love oh that. Oh my gosh. You are so cool. I want some adult Play-Doh now. I'm going to have to order that once we're done pretty here. cool. Oh my gosh. That sounds so fun. I just well, love that I you, was... sell, you sell like adult. That's just the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever realized that. Like I've I've followed you for a little bit, but I don't think I realized that you sold adult Play-Doh. So now I'm officially going to go that, buy some. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new one. That, that came out of quarantine. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's smart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I would love to hear a little bit, Jenna, kind of about how 27 came to be. Like, what's the story behind that brand in your shop? Yeah. So I started 27 three and a half years ago. Um, I was a freshman in college and I started it in my dorm room. And so I, I had been diagnosed with um, premenstrual dysphoric disorder which is PMDD. And um, that's it. Yeah, that's the nickname PMDD. (laughs) Um, And it's basically like, to make it super basic, it's just cyclical anxiety and depression with your menstrual cycle. So like, where a lot of women experience PMS, PMDD is a, a smaller percent of women will experience like a severe anxiety or depressive episode in sync with their menstrual cycle. So it's basically a horrible time. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, yeah, I had been, we, there was a lot going on. Couldn't figure it out. I went to counseling for a while uh, and saw a psychiatrist and they kind of narrowed it down and figured out that I had PMDD. And so my first year of college, so that was like the summer right before I went to college. And so then I moved out of my house and lived in a dorm and it was a year basically of figuring out what that diagnosis meant and how to how to be healthy um and so there was just a lot of me looking for resources in that time and i kind of i found this this issue that um a lot of resources that were were super honest and like wow like i'm reading this and like oh the exact same thing happens to me uh, they weren't very hopeful. Like it was just kind of like, oh, this is what's going on and it's terrible and it's awful. And oh my gosh, I hate everything about this. Oh, <laughs> and that was wow. it. Or there was like the side where it was just like, just keep, you know, thinking positively, pray it away, like weird stuff like that, where it doesn't really address like the severity of something chemical in your body. And so I just, that was kind of where the idea was planted of like, what if there was a resource that was honest, but still hopeful. So I I couldn't really find that. And then throughout that year, as I started feeling better through counseling and correct medication, um, and just, you know, learning to, to live with PMDD, I started, um, I, I like remember sitting at my my desk <laughs> in my dorm and buying the domain name for for twenty seven, and I wanted to start 
a blog about mental health that was honest and hopeful. Um, and so kind of at the same time, something I had really started doing was making things. I made yarn wall hangings. I started like painting again. I didn't, I really didn't draw anything except like elementary art school. So I started like drawing things because it was just like, it was a necessity for me to stop thinking so much about how I was feeling. Or so in like the midst of depression or anxiety, I just started making stuff. Um, Mm. and I, you know, lived with a lot of girls and, and a lot of people enjoyed, you know, the things I was hanging on my wall because it was like something new every day because it was just a necessity for me to to yeah. channel all the negativity into something with my hands. And so kind of simultaneously, I had that idea of making a resource and kind of realized people were liking the things I was painting and making and maybe I could sell them. <laughs> and so that was kind of like where 27 was born. And I started, um, my first market was in Lakeland where, so Lakeland's really small town, um, very historic. Uh, it's beautiful. I love Lakeland. I love this city and it's very small business friendly. So a lot of people are really excited about new businesses and shopping local. It's just like a big thing here. Um, and so it wasn't very hard to like find a local market and do my first pop up. And that first time I did it, I think I made like $80. <laughs> I probably <laughs> spent so much more, but that was like all it took because I sold stuff I made. Like someone bought yeah. it. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, yeah, I just continued to do markets um, for years. And it had always been like my desire to have a permanent location that people could come to rather than me like popping up. Um, and so last August, we opened our brick and mortar. And then kind of at the wow. same time, online sales really took off. So now we have the brick and mortar and then like a block down the street, we have a little studio space and that's where we ship everything um, and make a lot of the products ourselves. So that is 27. It's been a big part of my life for a long time now. Um, and it's just kind of grown up with me. Wow. I, <laughs> I have so many <laughs> questions based on yeah. everything that you just said. Oh my lord, you are so inspiring, first of all. Oh. <laughs> I don't you. okay, for anybody that doesn't know, you said this started three years ago when you were a freshman in college. How old are you right now? I mean, I know we're not supposed to like ask people's age, but like. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I'm, I'm 21. I am so inspired by that. <laughs> and I think yes, a lot girl. of listeners are also inspired by that. Wait, okay. Baby question. Why is it called 27 then if you're 21? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great question. Um, so it's, it's kind of a two-parter. Um, it's just an important number to me. So um, there is Psalm. 27, uh, in, you know, the Bible, (laughs) um, (laughs) is about fearlessness. And so that those words meant a lot to me because I, a anxiety and B putting artwork out there is kind of a fear inducing thing. Yeah. So those words were words I just kind of cling to, um, because it was all about fearlessness. And this was kind of me learning fearlessness. Um, it still means a lot to me. And then simultaneously, my now husband, then boyfriend, and I started dating on July 27th. 
So oh. as you yes, <laughs> um, as you do when you start dating and you're in high school, um, we celebrated every month. It was like oh, three months <laughs> together, four months, you know. Um, and so we would do something special on the 27th of every month. So it just kind of became like, oh, it's the 27th. Like, oh, we're gonna do something like special or fun. And so that's kind of like also where the name came from because I always celebrated the 27th. So we make, you know, a lot of paper goods and like giftable things. And so it's, you know, it was a special day to me. So it just, those two reasons, like the number just meant a lot. Um, So yeah, that's where the name came from. A lot of people ask about that. (laughs) I love that. That's so cool that you put something so meaningful. Like there's like a a twofer behind that name. Like you just packed it with meaning and I love that. Yeah. And really like, even a, a deeper level to um, the number is I didn't ever, I, like, I didn't know about Psalm 23. I'd never like read it. Um, and I was surfing. I went through a surfer phase and <laughs> I love I, it. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, but I was surfing and I met a surfer like in the waves. It was like, you know, just surfing. And yeah. this guy had this, huge 27 tattoo on his arm and I was like what does that mean and then he just started talking about fearlessness and that was like really the moment like I went and looked it up and like so there's some surfer somewhere in Florida right now who has a tattoo that started my (laughs) business he basically named it so oh my god really so cool super super weird how that number has uh, been around for me for a while, but just I joy. love that. Yeah, yeah. My my daughter was born on June twenty seventh, so I'm a like that's just even cool. That I just love that. <laughs> that's amazing. Just like I'm gonna love your business more than ever yeah. because. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's amazing. so cool. Yeah, I again from what you originally said, I have so many questions, but. You talked a lot about PMDD. That's how kind of how you started your business and kind of what led to starting your business. So what ways, just for anybody else that might be dealing with similar things, whether it's even just anxiety or depression or specifically PMDD, what ways have you found that help you deal with it and other like mental and emotional struggles? But then what advice would you have to go those out there who are struggling? Yeah. Um, well, mental health is really important to me. So I love that question. Um, I had had, I think the first time I went to the doctor for anxiety, I was like 11. So I've had some form of anxiety for a decade. Um, but I think what really distinctified, is that a word? I don't know. (laughs) Distinctified. We're going to make it a word if it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, PMDD was, I, it was the first time I had ever experienced uh, depression. And so that was just a very stark contrast because I'm, I'm a pretty generally optimistic, upbeat, energetic human. Um, and so it was really, really weird to experience something so dark, but yeah, I I think if I had to narrow down like the single most helpful things for me, um, that, that were then when it was really bad and still are now, as I just live with it and manage it, um, counseling was huge because she was the first person to help me like put a name to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, not that a diagnosis is everything and not that it like defines you, but kind of putting a name to something makes it seem easier to 
conquer, you know, <laughs> like it, yeah. it has a name. Um, and so counseling was a big one and I still go to counseling. Um, and that it's like been one of the most helpful things of just processing and, and tracking symptoms. Um, and yeah, just like I said, just kind of putting a name to it. Um, and then probably the most helpful thing was correct medication. People get weird about drugs for <laughs> psychiatrics, um, but there's really no reason to. If you had something chronic like, I don't like diabetes, you there's a process and medication and like a way to go about that that makes you right. healthy. Um, but then when it comes to mental health, people are like, oh my gosh, no. So I... <laughs> I was like a little freaked out by it myself. Like what? I need to go on an antidepressant. Um, but kind of like when we figured that out and like narrowed down the medication my body needed, it was just as simple as I don't have serotonin and this does. And now I feel better. And so yeah. definitely correct medication was a huge one. And just talking to doctors that I cared about, um, or sorry, that cared about me. I guess I cared about them too. Then finally, I would say um, community is a big one. You can't really walk through a mental illness in, in a healthy way by yourself. You need to tell yeah. people. Um, you need to tell someone, even if it's just one person. I feel like it just relieves so much. I, I don't really know what that is. I'm sure there's like correct terminology. But if you just wake up and you know it's going to be a hard day, just to text someone and be like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. That just feels so freeing. Yeah. And then, you know, you have people to keep you accountable and, and to watch over you. And like just talking to people and telling them how I was feeling was such a huge part of me getting better. Um, so I'd say yeah. those three things were like the big, big ones. Um, and then obviously making things with my hands has been so helpful. Yeah, it's cool because 27 just kind of always been with me through this journey. And so it really does help me feel better on off days still to, to dig into this, this work of making art. Hmm. Yeah, I was talking to one of my good friends who's also struggled with um, depression and anxiety, especially after like just some chemical stuff that happened in her body after she had her first baby yes. and like kind of triggered that. And so she and I were talking about it, especially like in quarantine with all of this going down. And we were talking about how like through this like emotional and mental like trauma that a lot of people are dealing with and going through right now, especially with like the whole world shutting down, mm -hmm. um, how important it is to stay productive, but not in like a negative way of like, oh, you need to like hustle, hustle, hustle right now. Like you have to be doing something, but recognizing like she and I were talking of the importance of yes, rest, but then also having something to do that you right. are excited about and that keeps you busy and not just wallowing in like what you're feeling because yes, what you're feeling is, is real. But also if you, if you just shut everything else down and shut everything else out and just sit there in it, it's going to make it feel bigger and worse than it really should. Like you shouldn't just give all your right. time and energy to those feelings. Like you need to have an outlet of something to do that makes you feel good, that makes you feel productive and accomplished and excited. And so she and I were talking about that a couple of days ago. And I think literally what you've created with 27 is 
such a perfect example of that, of even (laughs) now when you have like hard days or whatever, you have something purposeful and something to be productive on that you're excited about that makes you happy that, you know, gives you something to do. So you're not just sitting. And I love that. Yeah, it's definitely been like that for me for a while, you know, since I started it of just this outlet. um, I totally agree. I think something that gets like a bad uh, rep is just distractions. (laughs) Like, even if you're in the middle of you know, a time where you're really chemically anxious or depressed, like it's okay to put that down and not think it to death, you know? Yeah. Like I don't, I've just gotten to the point where I can like, okay, I woke up, I feel like depression's here. What's up? But it doesn't, (laughs) like, I don't have to get to the bottom of it because I know it's a chemical thing that I have. And so I don't need to set my morning aside to to try to get to what what caused this or where I am in my cycle or what's going on, you know, like I can, yeah. I can put it to the side. At first, I could, for a long time, I couldn't do that, but I feel like it's been a sign of health for me to be able to to put things down and pick something else up, even if it's just Netflix, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just something happy and different, yeah. 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 Well, I love that you gave people permission also. It's like, hey, counseling, I think people have a bad rap. Rap, not that's not the word I meant to say, rep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) With the word like getting counseling or something like that, they think, or even like therapy or anything like in that realm, I feel like people have a bad stigma. And I love that you just like put to light. It's like, hey, no, like that was one of the most beneficial things that I did. And I think that's really healthy just to get help if you are struggling or if you... Like even just having like somebody define like, oh, hey, this is your problem. So it's like, so you feel like you're not the problem, but you actually, like like you said, defined it and be like, oh, okay, this is why it's happening. This is what it is. And I think that is so helpful just to give people permission to be like, hey, you can go to counseling. That's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean that you're broken or anything. It's just, that's what you need in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think counseling too, there's, there's a lot to be said on going, even if you don't necessarily think that you need it. I think yeah. like mm-hmm. I've talked to some friends, even on like marriage counseling or whatever, where they're like, oh, we consistently go to like a marriage counselor together. And no, you know, our marriage is great. Like there's nothing wrong yeah. necessarily, but we want to strengthen it and we want to keep it great. And like, we want to be proactive in the ways that we address like our mental and emotional health together and our relationship and different things like that. And I love that. And I think that's super important for anyone out there who has considered or felt drawn to like counseling in general, like just go like test it out, see what you think. I'm guarantee you it'll probably be really beneficial for most human beings on the planet. So yeah, (laughs) I love that. I I think everyone should go to counseling for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Does Instagram scare the heck out of you? Feeling like you're always struggling to save time on the good old gram while also creating flawless branded professional content for it? We feel you. We have made a special little something just for you. We created a PDF with our top five apps we use in conjunction with Instagram to create smooth, professional content while saving us time and energy. This is a list compiled after years of using Instagram and searching for all the secret pro tools to make our jobs easier. If you've ever wondered, how the heck did she do this? Or how did she make that? It's probably answered by one of these apps. 
There are little secret sauce to spicing up your Instagram. We use these apps daily and they've absolutely changed the game for us. So if you're ready to uplevel your Instagram and create pro content with just a few clicks, we got you. Head on over to www.theheartuniversity.com slash apps and let's uplevel that Instagame. That's A-P-P-S, y'all. Did you know that how you choose to package your products can be a game changer for organic marketing? I know. Cool, right? Listen to this. If someone receives a package from you in a beautiful branded design, they are much more likely to snap a photo and share about it online. Enter No Issue, a sustainable, customizable branded packaging company for business owners. No Issue provides everything from customizable tissue paper, stickers, tape, stamps, and a 100% compostable mailer bag to put all of your goodies in. Customizing your product is so crazy easy. Just upload your logo, choose a design from their templates and colors, or you can upload a finished design of your own. No Issue sent us some of their products, and honestly, we are freaking blown away. It's so blown sustainable, away. <laughs> it's high quality, and it's so dang cool to see your brand printed all over your packaging. Plus, it makes your brand look bougie as heck. Like, talk about high-end. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready to take your packaging game to the next level, you can use code HEART for 10% off at noissue.co. Happy packing. Well, okay, yeah. Jenna, I this is kind of random, but I know the color yellow is pretty special to you. So can you kind of talk to us a little bit about why that is and what is involved in the color yellow for you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I yeah, colors are important to me. I think if you see any of my art, you can tell that I, I love to use color. Uh, not right. a neutral person. Um, but yeah, yellow. So in this time of getting a diagnosis and figuring out like that first year of college, what was going on, it was really hard to talk to people about it. Like I said, I needed community, but I didn't know how to explain what was happening to anyone in my life because no one has PMDD, you know? Um, So no one had, you know, my specific circumstances. So it, it can be really hard to explain like, no, there, there's something in my head, like it's not right, but I don't think that's how I really feel, but I can't tell. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was, it was hard to try to explain it to, to other people, even though I really wanted them to be with me in it. And so I started using colors to kind of try to explain where I was on the spectrum of, you know, my emotions or, yeah, just where I was at. Um, and so I kind of the color yellow was like uninhibited me. Like I can I feel my feelings, but I'm in control of them. You know, th- this is what I feel like. And then um, it would go to the blue on the spectrum for when the depression um, was really severe. So I started using color. And then I also kind of mixed with with weather, um, where I, it was like, I could tell it was a day where there was sunshine or like, okay, there are a few clouds in the way, but it's the sun's still there. Or some days it was just like a complete rainstorm. And so that was kind of how I was able to explain to the people in my life what I was feeling. So the color yellow has just stuck as like a really good reminder. Um, because in that time, I started drawing and painting a lot with that color. I started wearing a lot of yellow to try to like turn my day around. Um, 
like if I woke up blue, I'd put on a yellow sweater and be like, nope. Um, and so it's just like meant a lot to me. And it's been cool as I've shared that and made lots of yellow products. Um, how many other people like that color means a lot to them too. That's oh, so I beautiful. love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, you're like the coolest person I know. I want to be best friends after this. So. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> oh my gosh, so cool. Well, I think that'd be really helpful too for other people to like, if they're dealing with depression, like that's an active thing that you can do to either one, share your feelings or to like combat that with like, I love that you said, if you woke up feeling blue, like literally, or like the color, um, <laughs> you would put on a yellow sweater yeah. and that's just like, hey, no, I'm not going to let that define me today. I I love that so much. And I think that's so encouraging for people to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely. I mean, it's an ongoing battle. But um, yeah. I think the, the beautiful thing I've gotten to live through with all that is that my days eventually did become more yellow than any other color. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean it's like a perfect day. That just means I... I I feel like myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah, it's been a really crazy journey for yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I love it. And it's so if people who don't know your stuff listening to this episode need to just go and like follow you and follow along <laughs> on your journey because your your stuff and your brand and just everything that you create is so colorful and beautiful and just makes me feel so happy. So yeah. People need to go follow you. Well, that actually, that leads perfectly into my next question, which if anybody doesn't follow you, it's at shop27, correct? On Instagram? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, so (laughs) I'm encouraged and I know Evie's encouraged and a lot of people are encouraged in how you use your shop, your brand and your Instagram to help and advocate for mental health. Like you do that so well through your art and just through your platform from like your check-ins, your colorful dots, your Enneagram series and your mental health series. We love them all. And so my question to you is, has there ever been a favorite series that you've done and what inspires you for each series? Yeah, well, thank you. Um, probably the the check-ins. So what I'll, what I'll do is um, through Instagram stories, just like ask people, you know, how are you feeling today on a scale of one to 10? Or have you been sleeping lately? Yes or no? Like I, I put out polls and questions. And those are always my favorite. I did that like at the very beginning when I had very few followers. And I've always kept with it. Um, because the responses are incredible, like always blows me away. First of all, how vulnerable people are. <laughs> on the internet yeah. um, and that they would, you know, be willing to share their feelings. And it's just been a very humanizing thing for me to, to know like, wow, okay, someone else out there actually feels exactly how I felt today. Um, and I think that's what everyone likes about that. Cause I'll share, you know, what people say and they're like, oh dang, me too. Mm-hmm. So I've always enjoyed that one because it, it makes everything seem a little less small. Or sorry, less big, more small. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, it makes everything seem less huge and scary and just more like, oh, it, we're just people with feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely the check-ins have been one of my favorite things that has come from Instagram. And then, yeah, I've done over the course of like probably a year and a half, um, every now and then I'll post something... Um, like a little guide to a specific mental illness. Um, so I think the last one I did was schizophrenia. 
I believe. And so I kind of took a break from that. And I've just been focusing more on like positive stuff during quarantine. Um, but right. it's really, it's, yeah, just keep it like super positive. But um, it's been really interesting for myself to like learn more about different abnormal psych um, diagnoses and just try to like understand those more. It's made me extremely empathetic um, to read up on yeah. different disorders. And, and highlight them in a way that's not belittling like the severity and the seriousness of them, but also is like talking about something people don't normally talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So those are always, I, I like enjoy the, the uh, making of those because I get to do a lot of research and, and understand more than I did before. Um, so yeah, those two are probably my favorite that I do on Instagram. Um, and then otherwise it's just kind of, it's just funny because it really is like <laughs> so much about my feelings because I'm, I'm making the content. So um, yeah, a, a lot of times, like the words I'm drawing are things I need to hear that day or st- something someone said to me, or, mm. um, just if I just don't, maybe I don't want to dig into it. So I'll just draw a picture of flowers, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it just fluctuates, but, um, it, it's been really fun because it is so, so personal. Oh, I love that Jenna. And I love, I kind of want to touch on, a, I feel like this has popped up. Maybe it's just for me. Maybe like somebody out there needs to hear this, but I feel like there have been a couple of times when you've been talking where we've talked about, you know, inviting somebody in going through, you know, mental or emotional struggles with community and how important that is. And you trying to explain what you are feeling to the people around you and how the color, you know, your color scale and, um, the weather, like were ways to explain that to people. And then even what you're doing on Instagram and social media through your online shop right now of like the check-ins or the mental health series. And I think I just want like listeners to hear one of the biggest attacks that you'll get against yourself is the enemy trying to make you feel alone. Like mm-hmm. you're the only one who's struggling with what you're struggling with. You're the only one out there who feels this way. No one will understand you. No one's like feeling the same thing. And that's absolute garbage and a complete mm-hmm. lie. And I think that's why it's so important to invite people into what you're going through. Like Jenna, exactly what you did of like, okay, number one, counseling, number two, like community. And the fact that you're spreading that now of, of closing that gap and like destroying essentially that lie of you're alone. You're the only one who's feeling this way today. You're the only one who struggles with this like disease or, you know, this, this mental like struggle or whatever. The fact that you're just fighting that like day in and day out and closing that gap just is, I think one of the most important things that you could possibly be doing in the world right now. And I love that. So I think wow, people who <laughs> might you. be listening, <laughs> I really just think that that's so important for people to recognize that that's one of the biggest hurdles that you're going to need to overcome is this belief and this lie that you're alone and nobody could possibly understand you and because yeah. nobody else could possibly be going through the same thing. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. That, that's a huge... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Seriously, Seriously, you just, are so inspiring. Yeah, you're so inspiring. <laughs> and that's exactly what Evie said. I think that's why you're like just such a powerful human being. And I, that's just, I, I, I'm, 
blown away by just like <laughs> your business savvy, but then your way to connect your business to something that's more important that matters. And then you're sharing how you feel and it's connecting with people and it's definitely resonating. And so you're doing such an incredible job, Jenna. Just oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank Don't you, mind thank us. You. We're just fangirling. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, Jenna, I would love to hear like 27, it has obviously just grown so big and has become such a big success over the past few years. How do you navigate like handling that growth and being a business owner while also constantly creating new products and all of that? Talk to us kind of a little bit about, I guess, the business side of what you've built and created. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know uh, how to do all this growth. It's it's just funny. Like I uh, kind of my, my right hand girl for the business, her name is Sarah. Um, and she's like, I don't, we don't really have like official titles, but I guess you could say like director of operations, maybe she like gets things done. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> she right. gets it done um, and makes a lot of lists. And um yeah, it's just funny. Like every time we meet, we meet every Monday and it's like, okay, well, we've never done April before. So let's, <laughs> let's figure this out. We've never done May before. Like it's just, it's just different every, every week, every day, um, is just kind of learning something else. Like honestly, the quarantine was, I mean, as like disappointing and insane as it's been, it's just like, well, we've never, we've never done this before either. Like, <laughs> It's, yeah. it's new every every month that there's something that we've never figured out. Um, and so, yeah, I, growth is very intimidating. And I think it's it's good to talk about like how much do you really want to grow? Because, um, you know, there there's a huge difference in my life now operating this um, what's kind of become a beast versus, you know, when yeah. I just did a, a few markets and, and made some extra income. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I love it. And I continue to love it. And I think that's why I'm able to to keep up all the, the growth is because it's my favorite thing I get to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've probably the biggest thing I've recently learned as we've grown is to hire people to that, that like things that I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Sarah's super, super organized. I I wouldn't say I'm that. I'm not that organized. <laughs> um, and she's really, really good at executing things where I'm, you know, I, I like thinking of ideas. And so mm-hmm. I've just hired like the first hire I ever made was an accountant because I can't do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, yeah, as I've grown, just realizing like the importance of hiring out certain tasks um, to people who can do it better than I can. And I have yeah. no problem admitting that different people I've hired are way more skilled at things that make 27 special than, than I am. And I, I kind of fall into the... So I, I draw everything um, and produce all the products. And that's where I really come to life is I love thinking of new ideas and connecting with people and making, making beautiful things. Um, and then I also do our social media. So a lot of my days are spent emailing. <laughs> um, it's yeah. not all like I don't just sit around and paint and draw all day. Um, emailing, running errands to the shop, to the workspace, to the shop, to the workspace. And I mean, but it's just so much fun. I have so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've loved, 
I was very, very, very nervous to be a boss of any sort. I was just scared. But again, like the same in life, (laughs) I cannot do all this by myself. Um, So, you know, the more we've grown, the more I've been able to hire and the more I've really like loved that part of life too now um, is that I I get to build a, a team to do this mission together. So yeah, I mean, growth is crazy and it's weird and people say weird stuff on social media (laughs) Um, (laughs) and yeah for sure for sure and um yeah and then sometimes you'll be at Publix with your husband getting groceries and some person you've never met stops you and refers to you by your first name (laughs) talking about all the counseling they've been going to and you're just trying to get flour you know um (laughs) So yeah, growth is weird, but it is also amazing to be able to reach more people and to produce more things and just like grow this into more of a brand, you know, I just want to keep keep growing. So yeah, I mean, literally every day I'm doing something I've never done before and I'm just kind of figuring it out. (laughs) That's so inspiring. I I think (laughs) we, me and Evie teach this all the time to our students, but outsourcing is one of the best things that you can do to scale and grow your business and really honing in on what you and only you can do, which I feel like for you, Jenna, is like creating the the art that you sell. Like you are just the vision caster in that sense. And just, I think that's really smart and wise that you've figured that out and just being like, hey, no, I'm not good at accounting. Hire an accountant. Oh no, I'm not good at maybe (laughs) like the more business operations side. Okay. Hire that out. And so that's, I just think that's a really great takeaway for listeners. If they're more of the creation minded person, or I don't know if that that made sense, but like the creator uh, to hire it out and to really hone in on what you do best and where you thrive. And I think that's a really, a really important takeaway. I have a question that just kind of popped up as you were talking. Did you finish college or like, how did that, because you started this when you started college. So my question, like, how did that Navid, like, how did you know to hire people out? Like, did you major in business? I'm just curious. I'm fascinated by that. Uh, yeah. Um, I majored in communications. Um, so kind of in between art and business. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, and I did it in three years instead of four. Um, Killing it. So <laughs> <Wow>. I, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I graduated, what was it? I guess a year ago now yeah because they're graduating yeah so a year ago um and then I got married the week after graduation oh my god God. um and then I worked at a local business for a few months while I was trying to figure out um how I could open a store because like my whole last year of college that was all I did was like drive around and look at buildings for rent and try to figure out (laughs) how to make money uh appear in thin air (laughs) because um, yes. I really, really, really wanted to own a store. And so um, I worked somewhere else for a while. And then we actually came across, you know, the building I am now, and it was just a perfect fit. And so I did a, a Kickstarter is how I was able to open the store. So it's really cool, because I've never had a bank or <laughs> an investor financially back me. It's only been people who like my community of customers, um, which wow. is just like, I love that. That's our that's our DNA of the business. Um, so yeah, we did a Kickstarter in June, and then we opened later in August. And yeah, now we've been rock and rolling, rocking and rolling. <laughs> um, 
for yeah we'll, we'll be a year soon of course we wow. have not Dang. been rocking and rolling in the last month we've been closed for a month but <laughs> online orders have yeah. been coming in so <laughs> we're doing that that's wow. awesome oh man jenna <laughs> you are so cool literally hearing how much you have accomplished so far and just the fact that this is just the beginning for you in 27 makes me so excited <laughs> um but um, i think we i think we like kind of touched on this but we always love to ask this question what is the biggest lesson you feel you've learned in business as you've kind of been on this journey of growth yeah that's a great question i don't know if i really know yeah <laughs> I've learned, I mean, I, like I said, every day is like me learning something I've never done before. And so it's really just kind of melded me into a more flexible human because I'm constantly realizing I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like yeah. every day, like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I definitely think like the biggest thing for me in business is just learning. Like I've just learned to just be a human. I think mm -hmm. it's like really intimidating um, to enter like a world where it seems like maybe everyone knows what they're doing. Um, but I've just kind of been adamant about telling people I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and so like just bringing a human element to the workplace of like, you know, my employees can know when I've had a bad day uh, without me like being passive aggressive. Like I can just say like, I'm feeling really anxious today. And like, it, it's okay to just be a human. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I just like how we got the building, um, which is just such an amazing story is someone put an offer on the building. Uh, like they were ready to go full price. Like, let's go. Um, and I approached the landlord and said, this is what I can afford. But here are a bunch of sketches of what I would do at the place and why I think it would be important for Lakeland to have and like why it, mm -hmm. it, it's something different that this town needs. But this is what I can afford. And um, he actually chose us over someone who was like ready to like pop in there and pay him full price because I think there's just this human element of like he, he knew I was just graduated college and just got married. And like, this was my dream. And so I, I think as long as I, I keep doing that and keep being a human that I think that just brings something different to business, small or big business that we need more of. So I just wow. try to keep doing that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so inspiring. <laughs> I think just like remembering human, like, Yes, we're running businesses, but like remembering we are human beings and that's such a testament to, hey, just be honest, be genuine, go out there and be creative and get it done. Like that, I, I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, definitely. Yeah, I just try to keep being honest. I mean, like, so my, my husband actually owns his own business too. And we can do that because we don't have kids or like a, it's just the two of us, you know? Right. <laughs> and so I try to be honest, like it's not this huge glamorous, like we sacrifice. It takes so much out of you to own a business, but it's also like brings us a ton of joy. Like that's what we believe is the calling on our lives. So we're going to keep working towards it, even though that's not the easiest route. <laughs> it's much yeah. easier to have something secure that's always there for you. But we just have believed that, it, you know, it's, our calling in life to do something a little bit different. So that's yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Jenna, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your heart, for sharing just your story and just advice. Uh, you're you're, I can't talk today. You are (laughs) one of the most inspiring human beings that I think we've had on the show. And just, I think your story can resonate with a lot of people that are either the same age as you or that are kind of dreaming of starting something or turning their something that they want to do art-wise or creativity into a business. And I think just even with the mental health as well, you, you touch so many people's lives. And I think everyone's going to just get so much out of this episode. I know you've blessed us. So for the listeners that have listened to this and are like, I want to follow her. I want to buy from her. I want to shop her (laughs) online store. Where can everyone find you online, your shop, your Instagram, all of it? Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for asking. I got very excited when I saw your email pop up in my inbox a while ago. Uh, You guys have been super fun to talk to and very encouraging. A good reminder on this pajama day where the shop is closed again, um, that this really is all worth, you know, pursuing. I just appreciate your encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are, Instagram is kind of like my primary social. Um, so it's at shop 27 spelled out, not digits. And then we are online right in that link in bio. Um, and all our stuff is available online. We will ship it to you. And probably put confetti in your package too. So it's a good time. (laughs) Perfect. We'll also include all of those in the show notes for all you listeners that just want to click. Boom, right there. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for being here and giving us this much of your time. We know it's so valuable. And I'm just like so pumped up on life right now after talking to you. So I'm sure (laughs) the listeners are too. Thank you for just bringing so much joy and humility and honesty to this conversation. It was literally just a breath of fresh air. You're incredible. Well, thank you. I'm so glad I got to chat with you guys. You were awesome.